good evening everyone so let me start with the voice notes so i'm talking this evening about the money mindset most of the time when we're teaching personal finance i most coaches would usually focus on budgeting saving cutting back on your spending investing getting multiple streams of income while the importance of each of those steps cannot be overemphasized i believe it's important that we focus on the mind because before we take any action in the physical we prepare for it in our minds and that's why the money mindset is very important what is the money mindset your money mindset is the unique beliefs and attitudes you develop about money. Your thoughts determine your feelings. Your feelings determine your action and your action determines your results. The way you view money, the way you interact with money starts subconsciously from early childhood. And then as you grow older, you're influenced by external factors like the environment, your interaction with others, and all of that. So really, the way you think about money, the things you think about money, it starts from as early as maybe five. And the influencers, as I put it, are family. And I like that this is a family, a family group because it is the most important. You can make or mar your children by the kind of conversations about money that you have around them. The things you think about money are things that have come down to you from generation to generation, whereby you hear your parents discussing you overhear their discussions and maybe your mom is asking for school fees is asking for rent subconsciously you then attach those bills to the father most people don't have conversations about whose responsibility what is when they're getting married because they already have a preset idea of who should be responsible for what oh the woman is responsible for food the man is responsible for rent buying the car paying school fees is that the best case that's not where that's not what i'm talking about right now what i'm talking about now is who influences what and family is the most important influencer of the money mindset the second influencers are friends even before peer pressure once the child leaves the house and goes to school he starts getting influenced by things outside of the home the way teachers interact with parents based on money based on which parent is the more affluent parent, the kind of 
snacks that other kids bring to school the kind of shoes that they wear those things start to subtly affect the child's mind by the time you grow a little bit older and then you start to be exposed to other families you know you see other children being brought with maybe three different cars to school or you go to their houses for vacation or just visitation and you see oh this person's house looks better than my house it starts to influence your mind and then if it is a kind of school where people are that the teachers actually behave to the students based on how much their parents are worth where you see oh this person brings three cakes for birthday party in school and then you see the way the teachers are all crowding around um, Demilade's parents because they're rich it affects the mind it can be positive it can be negative as a parent it is our responsibility to conduct tests ask the right questions just to find out what the child you know the opinions that the child is forming why do you think like this why do you have discussions about money to understand what they're thinking what they're seeing recently i had a conversation with my 11 year old and he said oh mommy i can't wait till i go to america to start earning money and i said what do you mean by that there's money in nigeria why are you waiting till you go to america to earn money there are billionaires in nigeria there are people who can sleep in nigeria and by 7 a.m in the morning they're on their way to new york and they get to New York, do a 30 minutes meeting, and they're moving from there to China. There are people making money right here. So I asked him those questions. Why do you think it's only people in America that are making money? And then he says, oh, because your siblings are in America. And I'm always hearing you on the phone. Oh, um, Uncle Daniel is sending money to this to buy this um my sister is sending money to buy that i said so you think the people in nigeria don't send money to each other to buy things because you're always here of other people sending money from america and then you think that it is only people in america that have money people everywhere have money the third influencer our life experiences as we grow older we go to the university you know you see what you have compared to what other people have you see the power that the money that you have can have on your experience in school you get married your choice of a marital partner all based on your money mindset you it's only in Hollywood movies that we see the poor boy going to toast the very rich girl it doesn't happen in real life why 
because we have a mindset a money mindset that tells me that because i don't have my parents are not rich i can't approach dangote's son and be friends with him and get married to him even if dangote's son should approach me i would ask why is he coming to me is there something is there something i'm not seeing is there something he's not telling me i would question i would question it so much because i don't expect it to happen because i have a mindset that tells me that there's a class because i don't have the kind of money he has or my parents don't have the kind of money his parents have both of us shouldn't relate on that level we might be friends in school we might be friends in class we may exchange course handouts and sit beside each other during exams and help one another but when it comes to oh i want to date you i want to marry you because of the mindset i have because of the life experiences that i have been privy to the things that i have seen i then limit myself and say no i don't qualify to marry otedola's daughter i don't qualify to marry bill gates son because of your life's experiences the fourth influencer is the environment society the value society places on money privilege relevance the influencers in our environments in nigeria today the influencers is social media quick money fraud look at recently how widely shared pictures from obi kubana's mom's burial were everyone wants to ask everyone was looking aspiring to perspire you know everyone just wants to make so much money those are the values those are the values that the environment is placing on money and those are the values that are affecting the mindsets that our children and even we ourselves have on money people are not questioning how this money came it's really not in question what most people are concerned about is how can i be how can i get this how can i get that you see and i'll take you back to obikubana in a matter of days his social media following grew in the thousands celebrities all over nigeria wanted to be associated with him politicians want to be associated with him and that's the mindset that's the mindset that we have here and it's a damaging mindset and you know this cuts up cuts up mentality it's damaging this country and we really as parents christian parents we need to i don't even know what to say we need to propagate a different kind of mindset in our children guard your own minds guard our own minds with the things that we see so that they don't put pressure 
on our minds these decisions these mindset that we have would drive the decisions that we make about managing money about having money about what we do with our money we get so consumed because of pressure from the environment to change our car every three years live in lekki live in vi or live in ikoyi you know it's the mindset it's a wrong mindset it's a possession over life mindset we need to take the focus back to life we need to take the 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 we need to take it back we need to take it back from the devil i believe it is the devil that is propagating this mindset it's making everyone a slave slaves to money slaves to riches this mindset and we need to control it in our children so the four influencers of the mindsets the money mindset that we have let me just recap family friends life experiences and the environment all these views would drive decisions about managing money there are two major types of mindset there's a positive money mindset and there's a negative money mindset the positive money mindset let me start with the positive the positive money mindset sees money as a means to an end money is a tool to accomplish things it does not compare to others or worry about whether what others have it's a mindset that believes that anyone can learn how to properly manage money money is a means is a means to an end we must see it as a tool to achieve the things that we want when you see money as a tool you succeed in demystifying it money gives you freedom freedom from worrying about what to do to secure your financial future money empowers you to buy others time it also empowers you to do the things that you really want to do some people say money is the roots of evil but that's not true the bible says the love of money is the root of evil money equals leverage money is neither good or evil money is amoral it's it's like i said it's neither good nor evil it just takes on the character of the one who possesses it in the hands of a good man money will be used for good in the hands of an evil person money will be used for evil we say money changes people it's not true money reveals the true character of a man They say if you put a gold ring on a pig, it will still remain a pig. That's really what money is. There are a lot of 
wrong mindsets that we have about money and these mindsets affect the kind of money that we have it affects how money comes to us you know another wrong saying that we've heard propagated over the years is money does not grow on trees it's not true money does grow on trees because if you want to get apples if you want to get any kind of fruit you have to part with money to get it we have to have positive mindsets towards money positive mindsets towards money will bring more money and when it comes to children and the mindsets that they're forming one thing that i always say is whether you're deliberate about it or not a mindset is being formed the children are watching whether you do anything about it or not they watch they watch when mommy has money and refuses to drop money but there's a need in the house they watch when the month ends and mommy is asking daddy for money and daddy is refusing to drop money they watch when you say go and ask your mommy or go and ask your daddy or me i can't do more than myself they see all of those things and the mindsets are being formed you have to be deliberate about it if you're not deliberate about forming a positive mindset in the lives of your children then you leave it to chance and it's easier for evil to take roots than for good and that's just a fact and i'll back up this fact with the parable the parable of the sower you remember in the parable of the sower when the seeds were dropped you know how many things were contending with the seed there was the dry land there was the rocks there was the weeds there were so many things that you know that were contending with the growth of the seed only one thing was working for the seed which was for it to fall on fertile ground there were so many other things were working against it weeds were struggling with the seed the ground was struggling with the seed but just the fertile ground was what was working for the seed so that's how i see it any information that comes out anything any good that comes most times all good has working for it is a fertile mind fertile ground bad will contend with it with in so many ways just like i'm talking about the environment so many things are contending so many things are contending with good in the minds of our children in our minds too not even just the minds of our children so many things are contending with our minds is it the girls who are so scantily clad that walk about the streets is it gaming gambling 
so many different things are contending with the space for your family but only one only the good only good is content only good you know the fertile ground is the only thing that is standing against evil the devil all of this that i've been stumbling around and trying to say is that the devil is deploying so many different tactics to get our mind and good is good good is working on fertile ground if the ground is not fertile in fact even if the ground is fertile evil will contend with that just so you know so back to the broke mindset which is the other side of the positive the broke mindset is a scarcity mindset you live in fear of money it makes you believe that money is hard to make or that people who have money are either snobs or bad and you don't have control over how much you earn it makes you feel like you have you know a victim mentality a broke money mindset will make you live paycheck to paycheck it will make you do nothing but complain about your financial situation It will make you feel that maybe a loan is the only option you have to getting out of poverty. It would close your eyes towards multiple streams of income when multiple streams of income can get you out of debt, can get you on the road to financial freedom. A negative mindset is a broke mindset and I say all the time (laughs) we shouldn't take advice from people who have negative mindsets those are the people who would say oh no don't branch out don't try other streams of income oh what if you fail what if you succeed The Bible says to cast your bread on many waters. Try. Try many different things. Changing the way you think about money can prove to be pretty difficult. And it may take time to adjust. Like I was saying on the other... Um, session that I was on just before this one there's a culture that has been passed down from generation to generation there's a, a culture of secrecy oh don't tell your spouse how much you earn oh don't share bills with your spouse it is only the husband that should do this A woman has no business paying school fees. A woman has no place contributing to rent. 
I believe that all of these are pervasive mindsets. If we're both working towards financial freedom as a family, then both of us should be ready to do everything it takes to get out of where we are to financial freedom. Is it your desire to step out of your comfort zone? Because most people have years of various influences that have been ingrained into their minds and have become like gospel to us. Is your desire to move from that negative mindset to the positive mindset? To the positive mindset where there are possibilities, where both of us can build together just like God wants us to build. Where one will chase a thousand and two will chase ten thousand. The power of two is not raised to power two. The power of two can chase from one thousand to ten thousand. That's nine times more than what one person can do. Two people who are working together are a formidable force. We must be deliberate about changing our money mindset. Be deliberate about weeding out the things that will not edify. The things that will not help the family grow. When I see couples so secretive about how much they earn, I always ask, I always ask, is money more important than your spouse? Is a car more important than your spouse? A house, is it more important than your spouse? You have brought life together. In fact, even if you haven't brought life together, brought life to the world, You haven't given birth. You don't have a child yet. But you have joined destinies together. Is that not much more important than a million dollars? We need to remove the negative mindsets and replace it with positive mindsets. It won't happen overnight, but it will happen. It can happen if you are deliberate about it. On the issue of joint account, I think that each couple has to come to an agreement on what works best for them. There's not, there's no one size fits all in marriage on any issue every issue is as we both agree what is important is that we must agree and i would prefer that we agree before we get into the marriage because when we have gotten into the marriage there's really nothing at stake there's really nothing that can force me to agree on a certain 
topic if I don't want to agree on it. Same for your spouse. There's nothing that's going to stop him. But if we have come to agree before we got married that when we get married, this is how we would operate our finances, then it's binding, especially if you're an honorable person. However, if you haven't agreed before you got married and you're married now and there's an issue, then we need to find a way around it. A family should have a family budget. The way a family budget can work is we list all of the expenses of the marriage, all of the expenses for the home and the children that you have. I bring, we agree on percentages. You would contribute so and so, I would contribute so and so. And it is not, this is not even based on um, how much comes in to who. Because the woman might be earning more, but the man is willing to do more. And if he's willing to do more, why not? I think it's somehow expected here for the man to do more anyway. So let me not be too controversial by saying that the woman can do more. In some cases, yes, the woman can do more and there's nothing wrong with that. As long as it's working in your marriage and it's working for you and you're getting the appreciation that you should get for doing more so i know i'm complicating this question because it's a tricky question we can both contribute to a common purse and also both retain parts of our income so we can have a joint account for all the shared expenses of the family. And then whatever is left, I can put in my own personal savings account and he can put in his own personal savings account just so that I can save. Maybe I have a target. I want to do something or I want to do something additional that is not common purse. Even though that is not true transparency because for accountability purpose, it is good that I know what you are doing with your money. Because those are little foxes that can come into the marriage, whereby you're giving money to people that you shouldn't be giving money to. Or you're spending money in places that you shouldn't be spending money for a woman. And truth of the matter, a lot of women get duped because they don't disclose what they earn to their spouses. So, for me, I like the joint account system. Does it work? It works. It works for my parents. It didn't work for me in my marriage, unfortunately. But I have seen couples that it has worked for. On the issue of generational wealth, I think generational wealth is aspirational because as much as 
you want to leave a legacy for your children which is scriptural it is also important to train them to be able to make their own money so we will leave money but we will train them to be able to make their own because it's important that they have money when we're not here and steps to building generational wealth um (laughs) we must be deliberate about saving we must be deliberate about investing once you start to earn it is important that you save a portion of your income and once you start to save a portion of your income it is important to look for investments um, there's something the richest man in Babylon says says the children of my money so you have money investments the interest from your investment is the children of your investments and it is only when your investment has children that you should spend it you shouldn't spend your investment until it has children